Hello, and welcome to the Layer of Secrets podcast, a podcast by two 40-something geek dads, uh, but actually two middle-aged geek dads. Unfortunately, we're both no longer 40s. But uh, welcome to our first session of Scum and Villainy actual play. Uh, so we're getting things started here. We'll see how it goes. Um, so... Uh, First off, uh, Scum and Villainy is uh, a game about uh, heists in uh, heists in space, basically. Um, and I'm going to go around our lovely virtual table and have everyone introduce themselves. So, Ken. I'm Ken Newquist. Uh, those of you who listen to the podcast know who I am, hopefully. Uh, I'm playing Ord's, uh, Ordwell Starcrasher Drake uh, pilot. Uh, he is a daredevil, thrill seeker, pleasure seeker. Uh, famous quote, yeah, I can fly that. What do you mean? Or beasts can't fly. Trust me, they can fly. Hold my beer. So, Chris, one of our two. Which one? Uh, well, I guess it's, I guess I'm in the hot seat now. You're in the I'm hot Chris seat now. Hansen. I will be playing the muscle of the group. Um, a, a robot known as... JA66-3R or Jagger. And the less I tell you about Jagger up front, the better you off you'll be. All right. Chris Miller. I am Chris Miller. I will be playing the stitch of the group, so the doctor. I am playing James Watson, also known as Doc or Professor. Um he is He's definitely not Stephen Franklin from Babylon 5. I don't know why you would say that. Um, and uh, just looking forward to getting into it. All right. Erin. I am Erin Moore, and I am playing a scoundrel. Her name is Polaris Pava, and she has an alias of Karma. Uh, she is. She was orphaned by her mother, who was uh, in the syndicate, and... They came and found her and decided to raise her within their organization. And so she is pretty much good at one kind of thing. Crime. That's crime. She's okay. Really <laughs> All right. <laughs> you left that pretty open-ended there. <laughs> Josh. Crime. Uh, hi, I'm uh, Joshua Starr. Um, I am playing the mechanic of the group. Um, I, his name is Dyson Thane, uh, alias is Twitch. Um, he is a guy that hears voices because he's done so many drugs. <laughs> That's about the best synopsis I can get for him. All right. And hears voices from the way, correct? Yes. Yeah. Not just voices, yep. voices, or so we think. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for those of you out there, uh, last thing before we get started is we're all fairly new to Scum and Villainy, so uh, we will get rules wrong, and that's okay, because we're going to have fun. Uh, so, uh, kicking us off, um, I'm going to kick us off a little differently from normal Scum and Villainy. You've, you are all on board the start answer, uh, and you have been hired to pick up uh, a piece of cargo uh, from inside of inside the Ashtari cloud, if I recall that that's the right one. Um, it is uh, in the rim, uh, in in the Rin system, 
the Ashtari cloud is uh, the remains of some sort of Ur or or uh, progenitor, uh, not progenitor. I can't remember what the other term was for it. Precursor uh, ship uh, suffered a mishap here and generates and it has generated an in-system nebula. So it's, it's pretty big. Uh, that's a pretty big mishap. Uh, normal propulsion uh, through this nebula is minimal, minimal and nav systems are very dodgy. So, uh, however, there is a fairly, um, fairly good set of pirates in here who have learned to navigate and fly through the crowd cloud, uh, without issue. Um, so that's, uh, they seem there's a, a fairly big pirate contingent there and you are, you've been hired by, uh, an Abra Drake. He is an occult collector and he has asked you all uh and, and is willing to pay you quite handsomely to pick up uh to pick up a crate and deliver it back with uh minimal questions asked and uh no hegemonic entanglements so that is the basics of things um and uh just as a reminder uh we get to pick how you approach things but if you guys want to do some information gathering or ask me questions before we get into things um you know that is also possible i'll shut up now <laughs> i guess my first question is where are we picking up the crate from that seems pretty basic uh you have a set of coordinates inside of the astari cloud ah okay so it's just a location we don't know much Right. He's, he, he says that there's a beacon on it. Um, and that you will be picking it up from inside the Ashtari cloud. Okay. So it's just, we're flying in there and have to grab it. Yes. And return it okay. without, without it being, uh, scanned or taken from you by authorities. Easy okay. money. What could Do possibly go wrong? Compartments? I mean, uh, nothing can go wrong. Um, oh, and yes, a very, very uh, long list. Remember your, uh, you, your, your crew has a reputation of the strange, uh, which is why this occult collector has, um, which is why Abra Drake has come to, to, uh, have you do this. And, uh, yes, you do have smuggling compartments as part of your cargo hold. Um, and your hull is of a sufficient quant quality that if you needed to smuggle people in it, you could. Well, I think we just need a little bit of um, cover cargo, and we're off to go. We're ready. We're ready. So right oh. now, I was I was uh, envisioning that you are already on your way to the Ashtari Cloud, but we can do uh, oh, small can flashbacks that. to uh, small flashbacks to any questions or things you might need to pick up, uh, just like uh, you know, however you wanted. Yep. Yes, Ken. All right. So I'm just trying to try to, for those of you uh, playing along at home, or at least watching us, uh, this is the part where we remember what we're supposed to do. So we have to do an engagement role, right? Yes. Or are we not there yet? Like, uh, so we well, have to pick what, what it is we're trying to do. Like, so we're saying infiltration. We're going to fly casual and like try and sneak from like planetoid to planetoid to get to where we need to be. 
as opposed to assault, we're flying straight at them. Right. No subtlety. Yeah, they. You have two choices right now. Is you can try if you if you had questions or wanted to gather more information. Um, that's what we were doing. But then at the end of all of that, we would we would definitely need to be making that engagement roll. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, cool. So we're leading up to the engagement roll. We're leading up to the engagement roll. Correct. Have we been uh, told whether or not we can expect, uh, let's say, resistance or um, trouble on the way there? There should a uh, Abra Drake. Uh, no, there shouldn't be. Uh, you know, they it, they said that they would drop it in this look in at these coordinates, and and uh, he he's given you here's the 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 he's a very nervous guy. He's he's got a a a, a frequency for a beacon uh, that you can that you can use to that will get you to the to the crate that's to be picked up. And, uh, you know, as far as he knows, you know, it's, it's in an area that most people don't go. Um, and yeah, as far no one else is after it that he as knows. As far as we know. Okay. Right. So likely inhabitants of the nebula would be pirates, rabbits, Aaron? uh, space dogs. Can you mute? <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, you know, rabbit space dogs Legion? yes rabbit space dogs you know it's a, it's a right. thing uh, it's totally a thing uh but we could you know we could have the entanglements we're going to run up to is anybody who just also happens to be skulking around the nebula but primarily i mean the the nebula other... is the home of a fairly large contingent of pirates so that is a possibility gotcha We'll load up on sutures and bandages and things. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is the thing we forgot about when we did our our one shot testing game, uh, which is everybody picks uh, your loadout for the game. So just the basic number, not what you're just actually a, carrying, but just a correct. Number, right? Yeah. So you're going to be light, medium, or heavy. Um, light, you can pass as like a everyday normal person. Medium, it's like why is that guy? you know, carrying a gun around or they kind of heavily armed or armored, uh, but could possibly pass. And then a heavy loadout is there's a person in power armor walking down the street. Why is that? You know, people are going to run and, and such. So, um, that's, those are the descriptions of each of the loadouts, but yeah, you don't pick what you actually have until you actually need them. <laughs> Should we, so David, should we tell you the loadout? I mean, I went with a medium loadout, but I'm a doctor, so there ain't no power armor going on. There's bags and <laughs> maybe a lab coat. Right. And I don't I don't mind that. So <laughs> Okay. Yeah, uh I trust you all. So just mark whatever loadout you guys have and um and just remember. All right. All right. So if there aren't any other questions, why don't we pick the uh, engagement role uh, or or rather the planning portion, the whatever they call it. What is it they call the it? Approach. The approach. The approach. Thank you. The approach. So assault, so deception, got... infiltration, mystic, social and transport. So uh, our ship doesn't have any 
guns, so I don't recommend assaulting. Transport <laughs> ship don't have no guns on it. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like transport is like the most straight, straightforward option. Why are we here? We're here to pick up a thing. Where are you going? We're taking the thing home, right? Um, deception seems to me like deception, like lure, trick, or manipulate. That's not rubric. I don't think we're doing that because like, we don't really know who we're up against. Infiltration, trespass unseen. To me, that's like you're flying through the Matara Nebula and you're like going through the different clouds and like trying to like be all subtle. Like as opposed to like transport, we're probably just like space truckers. Yep, going that way. Questions? Yeah. I would, don't got answers. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would agree with that. With the like transport, you're like uh, you're carrying people or cargo through danger, but like it's fairly straightforward. So, I mean, I you could you could pick that. I'm I'm a, I'm having a little trouble understanding what what transport actually means as an approach um, in this situation. Like, it's like why not just pick it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think to me, to me, I think it's like just truly the approach. So it says it's like detail the route and the means. So I mean, obviously our means of the ship, but like the route is we're not trying to be subtle. We're just going straight in, right? Like we're not, you know, doing a wing by like a particular space station or something. Um, Where's yeah, infiltration? That's like we are very purposefully avoiding everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So that's the detail. So like, if you choose transport, like I need to know: Are you avoiding? normal shipping lanes um or other things like that um and then there's the the ways to get in and out of the i can't remember what they're called in the space lanes but they're the lanes that you're able to um travel faster than light um with your jump drives yeah there well there's the there's the warp gate which are physical things that go between the systems but the flow of those warp tunnels can be oh i know it entered an exit within a system so that you so we don't spend you know okay let's spend a year going from this planet to this planet <laughs> from a game standpoint <laughs> to, your, to your point infiltration like the point of infiltration seems like we're picking a particular like you know more than we would know like we're trying to get into a like a hospital we're coming just in read through this the garage yeah <laughs> transport seems pretty straightforward okay anybody everybody's okay with transport we got a better idea so what's what's the route and means i mean means is probably start answer i mean the route is probably just like, most direct possible, right? Yeah. yeah like, mean, are you going to go the most direct possible? Are you going to try and I mean, like avoid hegemonic check, checkpoints or I pirates think and things? You, I think as soon as you say you're trying to avoid stuff, you're it infiltrating. So I would say yeah, what I was thinking direct too, as but, possible. Because mm -hmm. there were two kinds of ways, right? Like there's like the established, well mapped ways, and then there's the like pirate not well known maybe you're relying on your mystic or your navigator to yep. like try and find your way back through it so it seems like 100 you could get away with transport being either way infiltration to me feels like as chris was saying like we are very purposely doing everything <laughs> to avoid any entanglements which kind of seems like the inspiration like for, not the inspiration the infiltration this is like we're supposed to avoid or 
things. Yeah. But I, I think, think you can get away I with it either way. So the 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 contact wants us to avoid it being scanned, but they can't scan it until we get it. So in terms of right. getting to it, I think we're transport. And maybe we switch to infiltration while well, it's actually exfiltration at that point once we're on the way out. But I think getting yeah. to it, which is our primary goal is uh, for now, is just and straight I, transport. And I think most of us being some form of developer or ex-developer, we're overthinking it. So we'll just <laughs> let's just say transport and we'll go with it and uh, and and we'll just continue on with stuff. Um no. I have yes. one quick thought and then I'll shut up uh-huh. <laughs> to me. I think the approach that you're taking helps set up how, like, cause the next thing that's going to happen is we're going to make the engagement role. It's going to go good or bad. Right. Yep. And that, that's going to, the approach we take is going to help set up the fiction, which is if we're being all sneaky and we do really bad, then we run into like a Legion ship and, or like the pirates or whatever. And they know we were trying to be sneaky and that's how they react to us. As right. opposed to if we were like, hey, man, we're just space truckers. Like, maybe they're pulling us over for speeding. <laughs> right? Like, it, I think that's where the approach helps come in. Yep. Yes. Go ahead, Chris. Transport, transport please. Okay. <laughs> I say transport. All right. So, uh, yeah. engagement role. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? Um, hmm. That's, uh, I don't think it's, uh, it's definitely not overly complex. So there's not a minus there. Um, bold or daring, uh, I think probably not. I mean, you're going and you're going to pick up a crate and you're going to come back, right? I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not, uh, going into a heavily fortified military zone and picking up a crate and then sneaking out with it. So, um, artifacts. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? This would get you an extra die. Not mine. I do have an info chant, um, but I don't know that he would know anything about this particular thing. Uh, that's um, that's up to the info chant. Okay, well, I will contact Aura, an info broker. Yep. And see if they know of any hegemonic trolls in the area that we might need to be aware of. Okay. Um, let's do uh, like a zero stress flashback here as you're, you've contacted Aura. Um, okay. I'm trying to remember your character name here. Karma. Laris. It's been a while. For... Uh, yeah. <laughs> what you need? Hi. Uh, I'm running around in, um, which nebula is this that we're going to? The Ashtari. Ashtari Nebula. And I was wondering if you had any meat on any hegemonic patrols in that area. Uh, I mean, not usually, I mean, they're usually steer clear of it. It's mostly pirate controlled. Um, they have a fair number of patrols outside of it because they can't navigate in it very well. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I be real careful uh, in there, you know, uh, normal sensors don't work like they should in there from what I understand. Good to know. I have a lot of luck on my side. We'll see how that works out. Okay. I'll talk to you again. Yeah. Yeah. Do you need anything else? Nope. No. Okay. 
that that was my yeah tick guy all right uh engagement role let's see There it is. Okay. Um, so you got one extra die. Um, you don't have any major disadvantages that you know of. Um, so let's let's see how you do. Do you guys want to know what I rolled, or do you want to be surprised? Actually, I'll, surprised. I'll let you know. You'll you'll find out pretty quick. So yeah, this engagement roll. <laughs> what it's going to do is will tell us. Uh, will tell all of us how far you've gotten into the into the plan. Um, you know, like, have you gotten past the first hurdle or are you, you know, how well things have been going? Uh, oh, nice. Uh, a six and a five. So almost a critical, uh, you're in a controlled position when the action starts. So, uh, you have gotten into the Ashtari Nebula. Um, you're in kind of this yellow cloudy haze, um, that has occasional debris floating around in it. And you have tracked down uh, the both the coordinates and the signal. You've had to use a combination of both because, uh, you know, it's it's like driving in whiteout um, with no no cell signal. So Google Maps thinks you're in the middle of a field. So uh, you know, it, you've been almost having to fly by a little bit by touch and a little bit by did the beep sound stronger or 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 weaker <laughs> depending upon where things are uh, but you do have sight of this um oblong uh rectangular crate um it's kind of a look it's like a dark metal um there's a couple of blinking lights on the outside and uh um it looks to be maybe a little more than two meters long and about a meter wide and a meter, uh, meter thick. It's just floating there. It's just floating there at the coordinates that it, that, uh, your, uh, that Drake, Mr. Drake told you it would be. It's almost like some other smugglers dropped it off and then got the heck out and waited for you guys to show up. Easiest payday we've ever had. What did I tell you? We could find this needle in a haystack. No problem. <clears throat> no problem. As long as the needle's I wish there'd been a problem. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I was kind of hoping things would go worse. I mean, this wasn't even challenging. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Let's get on board first. So how do we get yeah. on board? Can we can we depressurize the cargo hold and just back into it? Or, or, or how does it work? Um, sure. I, I don't know that there's, let's see, like, this is a, this is a setting that we can make stuff up about. Uh, so, you know, if you want to have like a grapple, like a magnetic grapple or a grav grapple or whatever that brings stuff in, you can do that. Maybe there's, uh, like a, a low level tractor beam even. Because uh, I mean, you have gravity on your ship, so might as well be able to project that gravity and pull it pull it in, you know, uh, like a localized gravity projector. Um, so, what do you guys have? Let me let me throw that back in in your court. 
How high tech? Tra- I think a tractor beam makes sense. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay, mag, or, a, mag, a mag harpoon. I mean, you can, I like you can sit there and take shots at it. That sounds much more fun. <laughs> you want to go Ford with the back to the to the to the back of the shell. He's gone away from the pilot control pilot controls, and like he's he started to put on this really fine spacesuit and like starting to loop up <laughs> some cable. He's like, wait, there's there's a tractor beam. What's the fun <laughs> of the tractor beam? I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to use it. I mean, you aren't can, you supposed to be driving? Yeah. So the ship flies itself. I mean, yeah. I fly the ship, but when I'm not flying it, it flies itself. Like, oh yeah. Who wants to do a space Doc, jump? Doc is clearly egging you on. He's like, oh yeah, we don't have to use it. You could throw yourself into the vacuum of space. That I mean, you've got the spacesuit on. Yeah. I mean, you're you're halfway there. You're all dressed up. <laughs> you might as well go to the prom. <laughs> cool. 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 Right, great. I thought we'd have to wait to get until we got home to do something fun, but this is this is fantastic. If you want, I could use the harpoon as a kind of a tether. And we can, Ooh, you know, there you go. I'll hold on to the harpoon, <laughs> and then you know. So, so you're gonna ship. open up the cargo hold, leap out of the cargo hold to get to the <clears throat> the box, uh, and then hook the tether onto it manually. Yeah, with like the mag harpoon, right? Like yep. just in case something goes wrong, you know. Okay. All right. All right. Um, where's everybody else? Uh, Aaron, where are you right now? Uh, nowhere near where it's about to be spaced. But um, okay. I was actually also wondering if we might take a break. I'm not feeling so hot. I think I need to go upstairs. Um. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Are Are you able yeah. to? Are you thinking you're going to be able to come back, or are you, or should we nope. write you out for a little bit? Okay. Write me out. All right. I hope you feel better. Right. I hope you feel better. So, thanks for giving it a shot. So say we all. Yep. <laughs> all right. So, uh, so our scoundrel is uh, so karma has gone to for a laydown, um, mm-hmm. and. So, Josh, where is, uh, let's see, which character are you again? You're Twitch. Mechanic. Where's Twitch? Yeah. Um, probably, honestly, probably in the cargo hold. <laughs> okay. Watching this <laughs> He's whole probably thing. getting his space suit on right now to come help with the, the harpooning. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, he'll be the one that's kind of pulling you in <laughs> once you're out there. Jagger, where's, where are you? Jagger is definitely in the cargo hold, egging on, um, egging on our pilot, and just reminding you gently: go big or go home. But if you go big and you blow it, we can't go home because you're the one who drives the ship. <laughs> Programmed it autopilot. It's all good. It's all good. It'll get you home. Why do we even right. need you here, <laughs> Professor? It's really what, where's, challenging things. Where's Professor? So, so in my head. The med bay is off the the cargo hold, kind of like it was in Firefly. You remember? Yep. Yep. Um, so I am in the med bay, getting all the things that you need to treat someone that's been exposed uh, to vacuum. Exposed to, exposed to vacuum. Getting it ready. Going. No. Yeah. Go. Go for it. Let's see how this goes. All right. 
All right. So um, now you are in a controlled position because of your role, um, which is which is good because no one's in the cockpit seeing the uh, alert going off in the cockpit. Um, uh-huh. So as uh, as Ordwell is being pulled back in, you. Uh, Ordwell, you're you're, you know, kind of taking in the sights of the nebula, etc., and you see a uh, a large black, you would describe it as spider-like ship, up in the, you're not, I mean, you you can't tell how big it is. It, there's no reference points, so it could be really close in a really small ship, or it could be really far away in a really big ship but you can't really tell without any sensors, but you see that as you're being pulled in. Uh, faster, faster. We have company gentlemen. Somebody want to like jump on the sensors or something. And Hey, I got this thing. It's great. Like we should probably stow it, and, like push it off to the side and like, um, all right. So where's our muscles? Chris, what's your character's name again? Jagger. Oh, Jagger. He like tosses this to the, you know, I mean, imagining, the cargo hold is probably like zero G, right? Like you come floating in, I toss it over to you. I would say Somebody at the moment flip, it flip is. Flip. Yes, sure. I like got to get to the pilot seat. We got incoming. Apparently uh, a ship called the proximity. Thing. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I suppose as soon as uh, he starts saying that uh, he sees a ship, uh, Twitch is probably going to book it out of the cargo bay, like shedding off the uh, spacesuit as he goes. Okay. Running away. Where's he headed Twitch to? Anger. Uh, probably to engineering to get ready to thrust the ship. Spin forward. up some drives. Okay. <laughs> yes. What were you saying, Chris? I was going to say Jagger will uh, secure the the crate. Um mag clamp or whatever whatever other uh tech we use to to secure this stuff so that it doesn't get thrown around when when we start doing uh whatever shenanigans are are coming up okay sounds good uh and we'll stay in the cargo bay for now because really doesn't have any other post on the ship per se okay so you kind of strap it down in the cargo bay. Yep. Okay. Um, and Ordwell, you're headed back up to the cockpit. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. The sensors fuzzy as they are show that it is a, uh, kind of a black metal ship. Um, and it says unknown designation on, on your sensors. Uh, it's still fairly far away from you. Uh, but you can tell that it is, uh, from your sensors passively, it is actively scanning this area and has not seen you yet. As far as you could tell. Punch it, Chewy. <laughs> that is totally what I'm doing. Totally what I'm doing. So everybody, you might want to hold on to something. <laughs> so are you uh are you are you punching it to go as fast as possible or are you gonna try and sneak out of here? What 
What do you? It sounds like you're just uh, punching it and just rabbiting. Well, I don't know. See, the thing is that like the straight line, it's rarely the easy line. So I think I would immediately like because we're we're we do have the goal of not being spotted, right? And so just being like a bat out of hell. That would you comet out of the nebula might draw attention, right? You're pretty sure it would draw attention to you. So I'm I'm imagining like inside the nebula, you've kind of like got the sort of like the pillars of God style things, right? You remember those the Hubble photos, like the classic yep. big huge mm-hmm. pillars of 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 dust and what have you. And like, okay, guys, I'm gonna hit it. There's gonna be some fancy moving here. Uh, everybody, hold on, and then immediately like real subtle like fly off to the side and like try and get those towards one of those things okay chris i have a question we know that the nebula messes with uh navigation mm-hmm. so i just really want to know how this is going to mess ken up that's, that's <laughs> <a good question. clears throat> yeah well so that's going to come in uh what could happen as a complication for some of these roles um so if you're you're trying to not be spotted as you're exiting the nebula, is it? Do I get that right? Yeah. So I want to fly as po- as fast as possible, as but, deftly as possible, and as sneakily as possible, fully okay. realizing that, like you know, Ordwell, you know, his nickname is Star Crasher, so or his alias is Star Crasher. There's a yeah. reason for that. Yeah. But uh, you know, and he you guys, totally thinks he can pull this off. Yeah, and you guys have him as your pilot, so. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I want to fly so close to the pillars of smoke that I'm trailing the smoke behind our ship, which is going to like, you know, hide us a little bit as we're swirling through. And um, yes, so I would say you're in a. I mean, you're with that with your initial engagement role. You're in a controlled situation, um, right? But I would say, uh, so I would say, um, like I think you you need a role of some sort here. So you're going to oh, yeah, pick what so kind of action you do. want. Like, what do you, like, uh, are you going to use helm? Are you going to skulk? You know, um, I'm going to go helm. Cause okay. I'm good at that. Um, I have potency on all speed related roles because I'm an ace pilot as my starting ability for my character. Um, which although you're trying, trying to actually understand, you're trying to, stealthily go which doesn't ne- which i would say you wouldn't necessarily be speeding yet i don't know given a choice between speed and stealth i'd err on the side of speed but <laughs> okay so i guess i'm trying so or maybe so i'm trying to rem- i'm looking in my book trying to figure out the calculations here so i guess i'm, I'm trying to do I'm, not, I'm trying to find the right nouns or verbs. Like, I'm trying to be excessive in what I am attempting to accomplish, which is, yes, I could be stealthy. Yes, I could be fast. But I want to be fast and stealthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> which probably moves our position into a more challenging role. Um, I'm trying to see. I have these rules references, and it's got the action role with the controlled risky desperate. We already know it's going to be controlled, but there's another half of that calculation that is not listed. And I don't remember what it's called. Uh, let's see. Action roll summary action roll. 
uh, effect. Okay, so the position is controlled. The effect, uh, the effect level uh, is going to be. Um, I would say it's going to be a standard effect. Um, just because that's the default. Um, so, uh, all right. So you're going to use helm. So you're going to, you're, you're going in terms of the balance of speed and stealth, you're going to go for speed over stealth, but you're still trying to be flying as casual as possible. Um, but, uh, so I would say if you, um, you're, so as a controlled, um, you have a possibility of, of hesitating, um, that you may be speeding up, but they would be able to see you, um, and they will be firing on you if they, if they spot you. So that's, that's oh. the risk that you get, you're going to take with this role. Yep. I do have a question about the position because the, the, it just seems to me like what Ken is trying to push for is to push us into more of an, a risky position, which is, and I'll quote from the book here, by default, an action role is risky. You wouldn't be rolling it if there weren't any risk involved. And he's trying to go right. fast and he's trying to go sneaky. So I think that just to me, that would seem like it pushes. I just want to make I it difficult. I agree. For Ken. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Um, I'm going to, the reason why I'm saying it's controlled is because that's where you landed. Like they aren't looking in your direction right now because of the way that your engagement role landed initially. Um, after this, you know, depending upon how most roles are definitely are, are risky as most roles. But in this case, you, you have managed to come at a location and they have not spotted you yet. They're not looking in your direction yet. And so as he jets off, you are in a controlled position because they don't spot you yet. Um, but oh, hold on. I, know, yeah. I know what I'm trying to do. So okay. I, I, I was looking through the book. I'm trading. I'm sorry. I'm making this too complicated, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trading position for effect. I'm sorry. Did you say something? I zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so after all the factors are considered and the GM has announced the effect level, the player may want to trade position for effect or vice versa. So if they're willing to make they're going to make a risky roll with standard effect, the most common scenario. They might instead want to push their luck and make a desperate roll with great effect. So if what you're saying so is... So you want a risky roll with great effect is the way that it works. That's work. what I was going for. Okay. All right. That's what I'm which, suggesting. Which fits with what, Chris, uh, with, with what Chris was saying. So, yeah. all right. So if they, uh, you know, if you succeed, um, you'll you'll... Uh, you know, that's good. Uh, if you, uh, but there is a, a definite chance that you, that the ship will suffer harm, uh, if you do not do well on this. That's what you pay me the big bucks for. That's what I was going to say. Like, if you'd wanted us to be safe, you should have gotten a different pilot. <laughs> Someone without the name, uh, star crasher. This is boring. Safe is so boring. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we're at the roll. Uh, you're going to use a helm roll, which is going to, with your character, is going to give you two base dice. Um, 
and we have the ability to add some dice into that. So do you want, um, so we have, you could take a devil's bargain or you could push yourself for an extra die. Um, someone could help you for an extra die. Uh, and then there's a third one, which I always forget. Um, you could use a gambit and because of, uh, our scoundrel, you guys, you all have three gambits to use on this session. Oh, nice. Oh, I'm going to push myself to start. So I, so I'm sorry. We get one die to start, right? You get your helm dice. dice. So that's two dice. So I get two dice to start to the helm. And then if you push yourself, that'll be a third. Which gives me one stress. That'll give you one stress. Yep. Okay. Is it one stress or two stress pushing yourself? I thought push. Oh, two stress. Sorry. You're right. Two Thank stress. you. Cool. I, I just here to make things difficult for Ken. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm here for. <laughs> Not for his character, just Ken himself. <laughs> no, 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 no. I really, I want StarCraft to succeed. I just want it to be difficult for Ken. Okay, all right. So two stress, you're at three dice now. Um, Do you think that's enough? I no. can assist you if you want. Dice do you need? <laughs> um, I can assist. Okay. In, uh, since I'm down here in the, uh, the mechanic. In the engines? In the engine. In the engine room. <laughs> yeah, the okay. Uh, I could start like diverting power and stuff like that. And I don't know. Uh, sure. If he needs some extra handling, I can, uh, uh, I don't know, put extra oomph in our stabilizers and stuff. That sounds, that sounds like an appropriate assist. So that'll be one stress for you. Super techie. And then an extra die for Ken. So that's four dice. I got you. Let's do this. Jagger cannot assist because he has wandered into the med bay and is talking to Doc about how weird it is that humans like bleed like all the time. It's well, like no most idea. of the stuff in the med bay, if I'm not mistaken, is to stop your stuff from leaking out, right? <clears throat> Doc will engage on this and say that is nothing compared to how people want to get just go out and get stoned all the time. Let me let me show you. This is our conversation. <laughs> all right. Okay. Does Doc proceed to get stoned as part of the conversation? No. <laughs> okay. Okay. He shows, he shows. Look at all this stuff. This stuff will do up. Look at this. Anyway, this is an opportune op. Uh, opportunity for you to uh, uh do you have like is this your vice no no <laughs> it is mine though <laughs> but, you know, character development over time. <laughs> all right so ken you have four dice there you go uh i'm spending my four dice all right so i'm looking for i'm looking for high numbers i think if i remember correctly yes Ooh, i got uh a three two sixes and a five Two sixes. All right. That's, uh, that is actually a critical. So you actually do that with increased effect. So you had a great effect already. Um, uh, so I'm going to make a clock. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to make the clock. Uh, I've got a, a little tool here that will allow me to make clocks. Uh, shift. There we go. 
Um, I'm going to make a uh, six segment clock for you to escape with, but I'm going to immediately click three of them um, for getting away from this mysterious ship. Um, and uh, you will also, because you got, um, because it was a risky um, and you didn't spend a gambit, you actually have an extra gambit now. So you have now as a crew, you have four gambit that you can spend. <clears throat> so does, uh, just out of curiosity, sorry. Uh, does the gambit go away after the mission is done? The extra gambit will. Yes. Yeah, so okay, every, cool. so every mission gambit will refresh to a base two. And whenever your scoundrels with you, your scoundrel gives an extra one. That's, that's her special ability. Um, and so you, you start with three, this mission, and then you just earned another one cause you were risky and you got a critical success. Um, so, uh, everybody kind of does the whole star Trek, you know, lean to one side as, uh, what? as the ship takes what? off pretty fast and, and, uh, weaves and ducks through the clouds and around debris, uh, and, uh, immediately, uh, after you see the, after you start moving and start going through, uh, Ordwell, you see on the scanner that that ship is now in pursuit, uh, and <laughs> has actually fired at you, but is not, uh, it is not didn't come anywhere near you uh, because of your speed and your juking and, and dodging. So it's, it is definitely coming after you and uh, it appears to be faster than you. Faster oh. than me. All right. If so only uh, you'd sprung for the afterburners, huh? <laughs> I think uh, you know we can we can improvise that right, right? <laughs> just... So look, all you got to do is uh, like in solo, right? Where they they put the the raw. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, get Why am I forgetting my get <laughs> <laughs> appropriate techno about We we need the juice. Give me the juice. <laughs> nice. You know that time, like that time yeah. when we went through the star. We need to do that again, but now <laughs> and faster. <laughs> and so I do have, and so I was actually just kind of like googling this off to the side. Potency on all speed-related rolls. Yes. So I, I think while we're we're coming up with the next, like cause it sounds like this might be an opposed role. My potency comes into play um, as a p potentially important factor, but I'm honestly a little bit still figuring out effect um <laughs> they're they're actually yeah so um the <clears throat> so the thing is is uh there are no actual opposed roles in this game as far as i understand um so it's it's basically how well you do on your role but if but there are minuses to certain roles based upon the quality of the people that you're up against Gotcha. Does the attack pattern display two-dimensional thinking? <laughs> nope. <laughs> this one displays quite quite a efficient three-dimensional thinking. You think? Yeah. How um, about four-dimensional? <laughs> <laughs> we 
we need to take a five-dimensional U-turn. That's how you ended up bouncing through that star. Um, so, uh, what's, what is your, what is your plan to, do you give up and surrender? You know, you keep uh, running. I don't have any visibility of this ship from where I am in the engineering. Like, I don't have, I don't know. Do you, or anything? I, I mean, that's, that's the thing is like, do you, I mean, as you're, you're the, the mechanic on this ship, you can probably have tied into multiple systems and you probably have, uh, screens monitors virtual displays okay or um, whatever it, it's up to you would it be possible okay this is gonna be weird it may end up being two rolls maybe um would it be possible to study the ship that is chasing us to see if i could recognize it or any of its like schematics or weak points or anything like that where i could then I guess, hack into it to try to shut its engines down. <laughs> yeah, I think that would be, um, that sounds a lot like, um, kind of a, like a setup sort of action, yeah. um, where you're trying to, uh, you're setting up another character with your action. And yeah. if you achieve it, any team members that follow through with your maneuver, get plus one effect or improved position on their next role. So they're not going to get extra dice, but they will uh, be able to improve certain things. So, like, if if it was a, a desperate situation, you could drop it down to risky if you need, uh, you know, okay. as as part of a setup action or have a greater effect. Okay. Um. So yeah. So you're you're bringing up your screens, taking a look, uh, and trying to do some scans on whatever it is that's that's following you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what, what are you, what do you think you'd be using to do that? What sort of skill? Probably study just to try to dig through my own brain as I'm like looking at this thing is from as many angles as I can to try to figure out okay. what kind of ship it is and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I would say, uh, yeah, I mean, that sounds good. Uh, study, study or, uh, I think rig, but you they're they're both the same for you so yeah they're the same for um, me, so. <clears throat> yeah um okay so you are yeah so you're studying it so why don't you so you're gonna have two dice yes um you're in a risky situation uh for sure um and Should I upgrade that we'll what do you mean by <laughs> upgrade that like make it a desperate to get a good thing. I don't know how I'd make it desperate though. Well, right for a setup action, you just need to oh, succeed in order to give okay. it to give that bonus to someone else. I gotcha. So okay. I would say risky with standard effect, um, is okay. what you have. Um, yeah. so yeah, you have, you have two dots. So there's two dice. Uh, you can push yourself or accept the devil's bargain. Um, and, or you can spend a gambit. Um, and someone can assist you if they want. Um, you guys okay if I spend that free gambit that we just got? <laughs> Go for it. You know me, I need as many dice as I can. Confidence <laughs> in you. So are you pushing yourself as well? Uh, yeah, sure, why not? Okay. Let's push myself. So two stress, and that will give you uh one two three four dice so far four 
Come on, Twitch, you can do this! You can do this! <laughs> Unless anybody else wants to assist, but I got four now, just to try to read the ship. Um, and I would say, oh, uh, I need to give you, like, what, what would happen if you don't, like, if you fail or don't succeed. Um, so I would say in terms of what happens, it, the sort of, cons the consequence of it is, um, let's see, uh, I would say that you're using some of the, would you agree that you would be using some of the power that you've diverted to scan this other ship? Yeah, probably. Okay. Okay. At the very least to pull up all these different view screens to get then, all these different angles. Yeah. So then I would say that, uh, if you, if you fail, then that other ship is going to get closer. Cause you're, you, you're pulling power from the engines. Okay. I was going to say, I may even intentionally slow him down so I could get a better look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so go ahead and roll. All right. Oh, no, I dropped one. I'll just re-roll it. All right. A six, a four, a four, and a two. Okay, so you got a six. Um, <laughs> so you did use the gambit. Otherwise, you would have generated another gambit. Um, yeah. But you did use the gambit. You do succeed. Um, uh, and so, yeah, you set up, um, you have discovered that it is, it is, you haven't seen this particular design before, but the construction, uh, of the ship looks like it is the, a, uh, Sahir ship, um, which are, which is a, an, uh, a Xeno race that, uh, controls all of the Ansible network throughout the entire hegemony. Um, they they know how to construct an Ansibles and don't let anyone else uh, know how to use it. Uh, or they know how to use it, but not, they can't construct their own. Um, you have no idea why one of their ships would be out here and shooting at you. But it is not normally their ships look more like kind of boxy merchant ships, but the construction and the material that it's made out of remind you of the Sahir. Um, it's AT&T and the box has got the schematics for the new 5G network in it. They don't want to <laughs> it. Uh, causing all the interference in the nebula. It's the 5G. <laughs> so, uh, I think I got a beat on what kind of ship this is, guys. Uh, yeah, I think it's a Sahir ship. Uh, and uh, yeah, we we may want to get out of here. They they probably don't want us to have this. Oh, that, that's great! That's great! That's great! Thanks for figuring that out. I know their weakness. They just they can't do this. What's <laughs> <laughs> upside down? <laughs> yeah, like you know, fly inverted underneath the side of an asteroid or something, or. Um, so you're continuing to fly. Uh, I'll get back to you in a second. Um, yep. Uh, professor, uh, I'd say, I'd say Jaeger, but Jaeger doesn't have a nose. Um, professor, <laughs> you it's smell something. It's... Oh, Jaeger, Jagger, Jagger. Sorry. Jagger. As Sorry. In Mick. Yes. You have moves like Jagger. Exactly. Right. Um, Professor, you smell 
It smells a little like burning plastic, like a very faint whiff of burning plastic um, coming from the cargo hold. I, I, I shush Jagger, who's still talking about blood. And then, and then <laughs> someone <laughs> who's you've never seen before pops into the doorway of your med bay and say, "Hey, uh, seems like you all are having a little bit of trouble with this. Uh, anything I can do to help out?" Um, he's a a young man, uh, like early twenties, maybe black hair, um, dressed pretty nice, uh, and you have no idea where he came from. Except for maybe that box that you brought on board. I, I look over at the box. Is the box open? It's open. Yeah. The the <laughs> the straps that were used to to uh-huh. tie it down have been uh burned through by something. Jagger, I look over at Jagger, look at the guy. Yeah, you know anything about the ship? I mean if you can help us get out of the ship thing, but we came to pick you up and take you somewhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Again? What's that? Who are you again? Oh, sorry. Where's my manners? Uh, my name's Jun Rye. Uh, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, I just I need to get back to back to Warren. Okay. All right. Well, here's what I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna let the pilot know that you're down here, so we don't surprise him because he's skittish. Um, and can you do anything about the ship behind us that's chasing us and firing on us? The ship with no guns? Um, I, I'm, I'm pretty good at, uh, pretty good with, uh, ship weaponry. Uh, what do you got? Um, that would be, uh, Jaeger. Uh, I mean, uh, Jagger. Jagger is our ship weaponry. We got the Uh, box. Um, (laughs) Jagger, tell them, tell them what we got. What if we dump the box? What if we, okay. I I call up the, I, I call up Ordwell. So, Orwell, apparently there was a guy in the box. Now the box is empty. What if we just dump the box? Close it back up, jettison the cargo, keep the guy? Jagger's like, wait a minute. Are we sure we're supposed to deliver the guy and not the box? We are not sure. And that's a (laughs) very good question and one that I wish I'd have thought of. Um, But I'm guessing the box has less value than the guy. But I'm a doctor, so of course I would say that. Second I mean, question, should I be punching the guy? You should not be punching the guy, says Jun Who Rai. said that? Jun Rai says that. Well, you don't get a vote. You're not on the... <laughs> you asked the question. I answered the question. The box is, is just... Uh, it's a pressure box that kept kept me alive while waiting for you guys to pick me up. All right. Well, Drake, you, Drake didn't tell you, you that I was in the box? No, he said not to look. I did tell him. Have, sorry, yeah. that's my fault. Why don't you step into my office over here so we can <laughs> shut the... Actually, Jaeger, can you go shut the box and make it look like it was never opened? I Sure, yes. I could go and shut the box and make it look like it was never opened. Do you want me to climb into the box? <laughs> why would I want you to climb into the box? I don't know. I don't know why he was in the box. Maybe it's cool in the box. <laughs> I mean, you could... Uh, no, I'm, no, I'll I, go I, check out the box. I'll let you right. know whether I'm going to be in the box. Okay. Or not. All right. <laughs> so I bring I bring Jedi into the bay, and I begin to do the tricorder thing to make sure he's okay. Okay. And uh, I'm still waiting for 
I, I broadcast ship wide, by the way, so everybody could hear what I was saying to our pilot. Okay. And so the pilot is now informed as well that yeah. we have an extra passenger. There was a guy in the box? Yeah. Fascinating. Well, tell him to strap in. This is going to be fun. <laughs> wait, wait. We're thinking about dumping the box. Uh, sure. I could, I could totally do that. I could do like a, like a, a whirlwind sort of like spinny attack where we're like, just time it just right and just send the box crashing into the thing. No, that's, no, no. Or, that's you facing just, us. or you can fly straight and we dump the box, making him think that we dump in the cargo, but we're not oh. dumping the cargo. Follow me here. So they go to get the cargo and you fly real fast away. After we hey guys, there's nothing wrong with this box. I don't see why you want to kick it out. It's a perfectly good box. It's subterfuge. It's a it's a plan. It's a deception. I mean, I see what you're doing there. It's not I'm a box. Is a there's anything else? Maybe there's something else cool in the box. All right. Did you find anything else in the box? Um. As he starts to look for it, and as you're talking about, like, is there anything else cool in the box? Uh, General Rai goes. Oh crap! Yes, uh, and starts to head out toward the box, and that's when uh, Jagger picks up a uh, kind of a, a long, um, almost scepter of of white material, maybe stone. Who knows? Not yeah, it could be a back scratcher. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, you recognize that it it is definitely some sort of Ur artifact. You forgot to shouting out my door. You forgot to mention it, huh? Forgot to say I did you were in there with the with the magic stick. How hard is it to say I left my stick in the box? <laughs> Evidently, pretty hard. Sorry. I mean, I I didn't think you were going to jettison the box, so it didn't really matter. I, I'm not convinced we should jettison. I mean, <laughs> if you say we're being chased, it, it does make a certain amount of sense to jettison the box. Just don't jettison the artifact. Let's bring everything that's not the box into the med bay. We can lock it down. Does he know what the artifact is and why does we're being stick, chased for it? I think the question is, does the stick do anything? Uh, not that I know of. I, well, I mean, obviously it's going to do something, but I haven't had a chance to figure out what it did. If someone wanted to attune to the artifact, they could. No. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it just leaves the engineering all together. Jagger <laughs> is going to give the stick not to Jun Rai. Is it Jun Rai? Is that the name? Not yes. But to Doc. Because I don't, I don't know Jun Rai from Jun Jin. Right. So, given the stick to Doc, who I trust, and then I, I Jager will uh, decouple the box and just like push it very noisily toward the rear hatch of the ship. Okay. Just it's dragging across the floor, just screeching. Just kind of like, like nails on pick up board. one corner, but let the rest of the box drag along the bottom, even yeah. though you have more than enough strength to lift. The I whole could thing. absolutely do that. Okay, Jager. Jager is uh, is a humanoid Urbot, 
And if you imagine, he looks kind of like if you took the Boston Dynamics robot and just made him like upright and beefier limbs. He, he's he's humanoid, but not like trying to be human. And all of his limbs, all of the major um, joints on his limbs uh, have near 360 degree uh, of movement. So he can like twist cool. himself into weird shapes and whatnot. So he could potentially carry the box on his back if he wanted to. But right now, he's a little miffed that we're getting rid of a pretty good box. <laughs> Got it. All right. Uh, so Jinrai, the artifact, and Doc are all in the med bay. Mm -hmm. uh, the um, we've got Twitch comes running into the uh, running into the med bay through the uh, through the cargo bay, um, and the box has been pulled very noisily. And broadcast throughout the ship since since that's been going on, uh, <laughs> like metal on metal screeching for a good thirty seconds um, of just constant fork on plate metal screeching. Ah, uh, right. I'm getting the willies just thinking about it. <laughs> um, and then uh, I suppose we're still trying to escape, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> After our digression for the box. Yes, I do believe we are attempting to get away. Okay. Uh I would say I I think I think Ordwell needs to continue to fly. Uh are you going to beeline it out of here? Are you giving up all pretense of stealth? Uh yeah, I mean I think I'll find like the the biggest thing I can fly towards to try and like get like, I, my primary goal is getting away from them, but my secondary goal is flying towards a thing that I can use for cover. Right. Okay. So, um, we're going as like comet out of nebula flying as fast as we possibly can. Sure. Um, but I mean, the nebula was created by the destruction of an Ur ship that created a giant nebula with debris in it. So that, right. that is, uh, yeah, you've got, hard to navigate through plus stuff to hit. So, right. Um, I'm, so I'm aiming for like the, the nearest debris field to provide us with cover from the people who are shooting at us. Cause I feel like right now we're kind of out in the open. And okay. We should probably so right, right up. now it would be uh, risky with a standard effect, but you, but Twitch gave you an, a, uh, a setup. So you can either, change the effect by one or improve your position by one. So you could so, change it to a controlled, but standard, or you could stay at risky and go to a great effect. If you stayed at risky and went to a great effect and succeeded, I would say that you would successfully escape. Ordwell would, will always go for, I think risky. Okay. Um, and then Chris, you so, had a question or you had a statement. At some point during Ordwell's attempt to escape, um, Jagger is going to open the cargo bay door, which uh, obviously has a force field to contain the atmosphere uh, in the cargo bay while we're in deep space okay. and throw the box at the pursuing ship. Okay. Um, like 
at the pursuing ship. <laughs> okay. Um, if, if I can't have this cool box, then I'm going to turn it into a weapon. I would say uh, <laughs> if you spend a stress, you can give the assist to your pilot. Absolutely. Because um, that is a definite distraction for the ship that is pursuing you all. Spending a stress. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so our pilot, um, I'm guessing you're using helm on this one. Oh yeah. And this is definitely a speed related roll. So that would be three dice. You've got an assist for four dice. Um, you could push yourself or devil's bargain, uh, or spend a gambit to get more dice if you need to. I think I'm going to spend a gambit because we haven't actually touched our starting gambits because we earned yes. the previous gambit, right? Yeah, so, so you're at three. Gambit. You'll be down to two. Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> I got five dice. Yes, five, five dice. Um, and then <laughs> you have five dice, and I would say with the risky, uh, they have fired a missile at you, and <laughs> if you do not make that dodge around that debris that you're that you're heading for uh it's gonna hit and you'll okay. your I ship will a... suffer harm okay i got five dice i think that should that should be good right yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> piece of cake uh i got two ones a four three four five. i got a five a five. Okay. You do it, but there is the consequence. The shit you, you ma managed to make it right around the edge. Um, and that, you know, that you will successfully escape. However, the missile hits right as you're, uh, skirting around the edge of that debris. Um, and, um, shoot. Because I was, I, the ship is a higher tier. So really you should have only had four dice, but you're still getting hit with a missile. So we're fine. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Uh, we all got to make the, uh, the, we just took damage like, ah, a little bit. Ah! Oh, more. we all just broke our monitors. Don't shake your screen. <laughs> yeah. So more importantly, once. <laughs> uh, more importantly, your ship has taken damage, uh, which let's see if I can get there easily. Damage of ship is 162. Too many ones in this. One, six, two. All right. Um, so you're going to take, um, I would say uh, you're going to take this is the one part I'm not super certain on. Um, you suffer harm. Um, I don't know what the difference between harm and severe harm is. Uh, let's, let's just say you've, you are suffering some harm. Uh, you get, you got a five, so it's not going to be horrible, horrible. Um, the ship survives, it takes harm or we, the ships, harm. the ship takes harm. The ship takes damage. Gotcha. Um, and I would say the ship, 
uh, given where that missile's coming in and how it's aimed, it is going to hit your engines. So you would take one damage on your engines. Um, now, as the pilot, you can attempt to resist that by having it bounce Ooh. off of something, or maybe you juked r just behind. This is how this is how damages like damages automatically happens if you fail your roll, but you can then resist that damage that comes in. So um, I get. So is that a that's a helm check again? That no, it's a resist roll. Uh, oh, um, okay. oh yeah, it could be an attribute. Yeah, it, it would per attribute dot. Um, and that is the question. Um, oh, this would be this would be for the ship. Uh, so you're so it's got you have two quality for your engines. Um, at least I'm assuming it's for the ship. Uh, so you would roll two dice um, to resist the engines being damaged. Okay, Mr. Miller, did you have a comment? Maybe it hit the box. The <laughs> 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 countermeasures are right. So, I like that. Yeah, right. So, um, like flack. <laughs> because, so, because of Ace Pilot, when you roll to resist the consequences of piling, piling, piloting, uh, you gain an extra die. So, does that mean I get the two dice from the sh ship and then one die from piloting? That sounds correct. Yes. We'll go with that. Uh, okay. And then if I get a success, we don't suffer any harm? Uh, no. Um, you then automatically will not suffer harm. What What's happening is is you... The harm will be reduced by one. Um, so you won't actually take the damage because uh, it's going from one to zero. Uh, but the number... Uh, you being the one who's resisting the harm would normally take up to six stress minus the highest roll of the, of your dice. Oh, okay. So, so minimum the, 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 like if you rolled a one, you will be taking five stress and still fail. <laughs> no, you'll still succeed. You succeed. Oh, it's, an oh, it's an automatic it's success. Highest, oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. The highest okay. die is a one. If your highest or, die is a one, yes, yeah, you'll take you'll take right. on the on the three dice that you're rolling. So, yeah. okay, but I could spend I could push to get another die and take. Two um, stress no, push, this right? is just a resist roll, not an action roll. Okay, all right, cool. All right, so I got my three dice. Rolling my three dice. Uh, I got a four, a three, and a one. So okay, four so is four. High. You got you take two stress. So six minus four is two. And uh, you manage to. Uh, I, I like the I like the uh, missile hits the box and explodes uh, as you <laughs> as you duck around that debris. Thanks to Ordwell's excellent piloting, he manages to steer the ship as the missile is is coming, coming in. in right into the box. Yep, nicely done. <laughs> Um, and you lose them in the nebula and are, uh, and, uh, have managed to, uh, come out of the yellow, yellowish stuff that, uh, that it, that comprises this area of the neb nebula and see the normal stars as your, uh, 
as your nav systems come back fully and your engines are behaving like they normally do. And in the cargo bay, Jagger yells to the pursuing ship to eat our ion trail. <laughs> um, they probably don't hear them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause you don't even see them anymore. Uh, they, they have, you have completely lost them. They're still somewhere in the nebula. Um, so, uh, what happens now? Where are you guys going? Where were we supposed, so we're supposed to go to, to uh, Warren. the Warren. You're supposed to go back to Warren. Um, which, uh, which is where Abra, Abra Drake is. Um, okay. and, and so that came. matches up with where we were supposed to take him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he wants to go where we were. Yeah. 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 We, I want to meet back up with, uh, you know, Jen Rye says, I want to you know meet back up with, uh, Mr. Drake and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get you paid. Nice. Nice. I, flying. I love this plan. I'm excited to be a part of it. Um, in the meantime, I guess, can I study this artifact since I'm in the room with it now? Not my artifact. <laughs> do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to study it or do you want to attune to it? Uh, attune to it. Okay. Oh, come on. I think. Well, hold on. Doc is not just going to hand this thing over to the druggie. So, uh, so <laughs> Twitch, like, like Doc, you you've known Twitch for a little while. He hears weird way voices in his head and machines uh, sometimes talk to him. Yeah. yeah and he good. seeks also, that out. <laughs> yeah, I get that, but it's not our stick. It is I, not I'm your stick. stick. I, right. I, I hand it over to Jen Ryan and said, it's up to you, man. If you, if you want to let this guy fondle, this, I'm not, the thing, it's up to you. You, it's your <laughs> stick. Is there? Uh, I mean, I'm interested in knowing what it can do. Are you able to figure that out? I mean, I I followed a map to the location in the nebula and was able to find this thing. Um, uh, so, like, if you can, um, like, it was part of a precursor map uh, that I, if you can unlock it for me, uh, that I'd be willing to pay for the pay, willing to pay for that information have a question yes um is there any potential for detrimental effect to doc just like laying hands on the stick on the artifact not in this case no okay all right i just wanted to make sure that it wasn't like messing with him gotcha not that you've seen no but jager <laughs> does have questions for jun rai okay well i mean he's here so okay so I want to make sure that I get this, the timeline of events. You found the stick. Yeah. And then a ship dropped you off in the box. You want so to know how I got in the box? Ship, I want to know why the ship that put you here in the box didn't just take you to Warren. That's a really good question. That is a very insightful and perceptive question. Um, yep. Really good, Urbot. Um, so I went searching for this stuff. I uh, came I came to the Astari Nebula, um, hooked up with some pirates here, paid them, uh, found this location, and uh, 
they were not willing to do uh, to send to get me back. And so we made an arrangement. Uh, they, uh, through their contacts, contacted Drake again. And uh, I got in the box and and they put me where you found me so that I could get picked up. They didn't want to leave the nebula. They didn't want to deal with any patrols or anything else like that. And how long could you have been there before we'd be talking to a corpse right now? <laughs> uh, I had a couple of days worth of air, food, and water. So I was okay, mostly. Yeah, it, it was I a risk. I, it was a risk. I think I want I to get one of those it. boxes. <laughs> but you're a I'm very, You're a mechanical. Did, not, not for me. Oh, oh, okay. I, I just want to see Ooh, for science. For, for, no, no, I know about science. <laughs> All right, Doc you would be a way. Doc, Doc you would be a part of this science because I would need you to potentially make the person in the box not dead anymore. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> boxer, not a bo- not a box maker. I I don't know what you uh, Twitch. You were gonna attune to the stick. <laughs> let me let me quick change the subject. <laughs> so, yeah, if I may, while you guys are like having this conversation, Wardwell comes in. He's smoking one of his victory cigars. He's like hanging them out. Yes, smoking the cigar in the life support. Like you know, yes, inside of a spaceship. But of course you would. He's just like starts handing them out. Like that was great, guys. It's great job. Just so so. Are we gonna play with the the artifact thing now? Great. Here's your cigars. Smoke up. Hey, Twitch, I'd like to put these electrodes on you while you attune, just for, for science. For science. There's a lot of, lot of science, lot of science going on tonight, yeah. There's no science I, I tell you what, you could put, uh, you could put whatever you want on my th- on my little noggin here, but... Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not where it. the electrodes go. You, you got... Oh. <laughs> you, you got anything that, you know, could help me focus or could help me... Uh, you know, achieve that higher. He goes through the, the cabinet that he was showing Giger earlier. He goes, oh, uh-huh. so take, uh-huh. I take it. All right. And I give him a shot of a thing. Um, whatever. Future Ritalin. You know, whatever the. Give me the future, drugs, man. Give me the drugs. Adderall. Okay. Uh, you <laughs> know, if, so if you want, when he attunes, if you spend a stress, that'll give him an extra die to attune. All right. And, <laughs> I will take the stress. I also want to study whatever he, whatever happens during the attunement. Okay. Um, Checking out my brain waves. I have no what's idea your, what's what your that in, means. Yeah, what's your intent behind studying it? Just like to better understand? Or well, apparently we've got a reputation for strange, and we're going to be doing this more. So, so you're studying the strange. Okay. I'm studying the. I'm studying the. The, the physiological uh, response to the way. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll see, like, like there are mechanics in here for, like, long-term projects and things like that, like during your downtime and things like that, that uh, yeah. this could be part of one. We'll, we'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, Twitch, um, how do you open your mind to the way? Like, what does that look like? Uh, first off, he just 
kind of like as the doc is like giving him the whatever shot or whatever he's like pressing it further into him to try to get as much out of it as he possibly can <laughs> grabs doc's like, hand and pushes further <laughs> okay something a little harder you're not milking it it doesn't work like that uh, then yeah he's going to basically sit <clears throat> crisscross applesauce style holding the thing in his hands and just like kind of like stare and just kind of like move closer and closer until basically covers his entire field of vision. Okay. And then just takes in that deep breath and, and just like, I don't know, gives himself away to it. Okay. All right. So, and what you're trying to feel like a connection to it or connect yeah. to it. Connect yourself? to it. Okay. Yeah. Basically, Trying to listen to it, I guess, would be the uh, best way of putting it. Okay, so you've got uh, you're a tune, which is two dice. You've already got someone uh, assisting you, uh, so you don't have to. Uh, so uh, that's an extra die. So that's three. You can push yourself more, uh, oh, or you can myself. take a devil's bargain. Ooh, all right. Um, the devil's bargain means that you don't. Uh, you wouldn't need to spend the stress, but um, I would tell you something might happen in that sense. Um, so, um, and then the devil's bargain happens regardless of whether I succeed. The devil's bargain happens regardless whether you succeed or not. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then uh, you can also still spend a gambit. You still get. You still all have two gambit. Okay. So I guess what would the devil's you, bargain be? Um, let's see. Um, I like this one. Uh, you would activate the artifact, but it, and and in doing so, cause some sort of collateral damage to the ship. Oh, like the. Ugh. Uh, let me see. Let's see. Uh, I would say you would damage the ship's engines in some way. Oh, it's the heart and soul of my job. Oh. <laughs> you could say no dice, and just many, push yourself instead. Do you how many dice do you have already? And if you push yourself, don't take the devil's bargain. All right, fine. I won't take the devil's bargain. I'll just push myself. Okay, so yeah, I mean, two stress for that. I'm up to five stress now. Though. I'm assisting you, so you get another die there. Yeah, yep. so, so I've got four right now. Two for a tune, one for pushing, one for uh, assisting. You could, if you spend a gambit, you could get up to five. But spend a gambit. Sure. That'd be me taking two gambits. So it's up oh. to you guys. You have two right now. Like, yeah, because I took one earlier. So. Do they? I forget. Do they reset at the beginning of the next one, or is yeah, they like reset a, at the beginning of the next session? Yeah. You spend it. All right, yeah. I'll spend it. So we got one left in case we need it. Yep. Yep. You're not <laughs> through yet. Emergencies. All right, so that's five dice total. If I'm right, yep. Assist, pushing myself. I mean, you do say you roll start. like almost as bad as Will Wheaton here, so. <laughs> yeah so let's uh 
Although I've been doing okay tonight, so yep. let's see. Right. <laughs> now that you said that. <laughs> one, 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 six, six. <laughs> nice. Critical. Okay. Yes. So, so luckily, <laughs> critical success. No um, so you did spend a gambit, so you won't get an extra gambit, but... Uh, I think you kind of needed to spend that one. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, so you get an increased effect. So it goes from uh, standard effect to what is it? Great effect. Um, the uh, the artifact shifts and changes, not like a machine opening up, but it it almost as if matter and mass comes from somewhere else. Um, and it flattens out into a large disc and uh, uh, light comes from the top of it and generates some sort of like hologram like display that uh, displays what looks like uh, some sort of uh, star chart of some sort. Well, now we know where to find Luke Skywalker. And you now know where to find Luke Skywalker. <laughs> exactly. Um, that, that bastard owes me 13 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Jun Rai is very, is very surprised, uh, that you were able to attune this, uh, like this, um, and looks wrapped at this hologram, kind of like taking in as much detail as he can. Um, and after a moment, the, the disc kind of, uh, curls in and flattens upon itself and becomes that that you know rod or scepter that it was before. It wasn't anything interesting. <laughs> Throws it over his shoulder. Morning. Uh, Rai kind of juggles it. You know, go lunges and ca uh, to catch it and kind of juggles it in his hands for a little bit and then gets a good good handle on it. Um, it's like. Uh, Thank you. Um, yeah, uh, I would definitely get you all a bonus for for being able to unlock that. Uh, it was very, very useful. Thank you. Um, I take the electrodes off Twitch. Good job. Okay. Good job. Yeah, you you got some interesting readings there. Yeah. Then I go lock up the drug cabinet. Okay. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> um, sure. Your trip back to. Warren is actually uh, uneventful uh, and you know you you pop in and out of the the flow of the the warp and uh, pop in at, at Warren again uh, and have landed uh, but as you are on the streets of Warren with uh, with Jun Rai and this artifact um, you are in kind of a, a less well-traveled area and a, oh, let me get the description here. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> it's a, Space Shark. Yeah. Um, it's actually Luke Skywalker. <laughs> uh, there are... He's everywhere. Um, the first thing you see is about uh, like five or six people, uh, but they're all 
Um, they're all dressed a little bit differently. Um, but the one thing you do notice about them is they are all blindfolded. Um, so there's, there's five of them step out and then a very tall robed figure steps out behind them as well. Um, if you, uh, if you can, if you think of, um, I'm trying to remember the ambassador's name from Babylon five. Tosh. Yes. If you think of ambassador Tosh. Um, surrounded by, uh, five blindfolded humans, um, coming out in a dark alley sort of feel, uh, that's kind of the, that's kind of the vision you see. Um, uh, and the, 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 one of the blindfolded humans steps forward, seems to know where you are. Uh, the blind being blindfolded does not seem at all to, uh, to hinder this man, uh, and says, um, that, uh, and, and tells you to, uh, give up what you retrieved from the nebula. The box is gone. (laughs) (laughs) Dagger extends an arm and then holds up a digit thusly Uh and says, just hold, one second, I need to check something. And then he just kind of pauses. It's like, okay, don't hit him if they're wearing glasses. Nothing about blindfolds. <laughs> and then just pops the guy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so oh, no. you're just just going right at it. Just, just immediately pop him. Okay. Um, oh, boy. He's um, yeah, so I would say this is a risk, risky with the standard effect um, that if you, like, you just get into, what, a fist fight? It's a scrap, baby. It's a scrap. Um, I would say that uh, um, given who these are, um, that, uh, you know, they have they have weapons on them as well. That uh, that you will suffer harm if you uh, do not fully succeed in this risky maneuver here. Um, and right now, it's just you uh, in this in this sort of thing. Uh, I'm not sure how to run this because this is not D and D. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, from what I can tell, is like, what is your you're popping them? What is your goal with this my goal with this is to make that particular blindfolded fella mm-hmm. say that fall down okay so you just want to like take him out take that well, person out. that right. one and then move on to the rest the goal is to is get it? them out of our way so that we can deliver the stick Okay. Which is not the box, but apparently and, the mission has changed. And definitely not diplomacy. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, no, it's not very diplomatic at all. Right. So, all right. Uh, you are the muscle. Um, yeah, I would say... Um, yeah, so you're going to so scrap... Let me, let me say that 
the goal here is to take as many of them, if not all of them, out physically as possible, as quickly as possible. Um, I would say that would be a desperate to do that. Okay. Um, and how do you, I think you're going to have to figure out how to bump up from us. Like, like if it's just you against, uh, this group, at least initially, um, Let's just do standard because I'm not going to overthink it. We've done enough overthinking for tonight. <laughs> so um, I will say if you succeed, um, you know, you will you will definitely take a few of them down. Um, okay. You're not trying to kill them. You're just trying to take them out. Right. So that's correct. If they, well, if if they, they die, die they, they die. die. But you're not. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Okay. So like, just as a as a commentary here, uh, I have. Uh, as my starting ability, I, t I went with, you know, I'm the muscle, so the starting ability is unstoppable. You can push yourself to do one of the following, perform a feat of physical force that verges on the superhuman, engage a small gang on equal footing in in close combat, which this sounds like okay. that thing. Yeah, okay, so if you so, push yourself to do that, I, mm -hmm. I would drop it from desperate to risky. Okay, so, so you're definitely you chance for less stress. harm. Yep, taking two stress here because I'm definitely pushing myself. But I don't think that gives you the extra die for the push yourself. That's okay. But it still drops it from desperate to risky, which is still better. Um, and my special ability is Wrecking Crew. My strength and ferocity are infamous. When striking in melee, I gain plus one die. Whenever I spend a gambit in combat, I may gain potency on that action. I'm not going to worry about the gambit because we've only got the one left. But well, I you, will... I will say if you do spend the gambit, it would be a mm -hmm. great effect... And I okay. would say that you would, uh, you would single-handedly take down these five hu blindfolded humans. Uh, do we want me to spend our last gambit on this this thing? I'm gonna You're throw gonna it out to the group. <laughs> sure. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Let's yeah. Just the resources down. All right. Yeah, all that's right. fine. I, I will, I will spend our final gambit. So, uh, my <laughs> scrap is a two. Okay. I am using Wrecking Crew, which gives me another die, and then I'll use our Gambit to get me um, one more. The fourth die, which is gonna, which is gonna also gain us potency. So that's that's four. Um, um, I will open I, it up to anybody who would care to assist. I could assist with the reasoning being, as a man of the world, used to wandering the world, and being good with. Drugs. He has these little vials of, that explode into kind of a knockout gas situation. Something that makes it for 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 carbon based life forms. Gotcha. You know, um, and he will take you know one of those and throw it at the crowd. Gotcha. So that would give you five dice. Uh, All right. And uh, Doc, you're going to take one stress for the assist. Uh, I will take a stress, Doc. I'm giving you the blue die here. This is the big blue die. So this is if this rolls a six, if this rolls a six, this is all you. All right. If it rolls a one, it's totally it rolls good. a one, we won't talk about it. Now, uh, for those who weren't able to read the very last minute uh description of Jagger that I, I posted on Discord earlier today, Jagger is uh is lime green, bright neon green with 
uh, bright pink and blue and um, red accents, kind of like somebody took a Honda Civic and just completely, like all the ground effects and all of the just completely. Okay, so that's what Jagger looks like. And and Jagger was actually designed to compete uh, or redesigned to compete in uh, what's called Boogie Bots, which is basically Dance Dance Revolution meets Battle Bots. Nice. So when he fights, he literally dance fights. So it's 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 gonna look like some crazy spindly spidery lime green. <laughs> playing the most whacked out game of dance dance revolution you've ever seen. And do you, gonna do you do the, the break dance spin and, and oh, kick people? And whatever and, it takes, okay. whatever it takes. So we're rolling five dice with this ridiculous ballet of death. You said he could twist into unimaginable. Yes, exactly. Cause his limbs just <laughs> oh, like his elbows. Gets real small, gets real big. <laughs> exactly. Just pops in and out. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Oh, shiz. All right, well, Chris, your die got a four. Which isn't... Respectable. I got, a five, I got a five and two ones and a two. So we didn't hit a six. But we got okay. a five and a four. All right. Best so, yeah, so the, the, the vial goes out shortly after the first punch is thrown. Um, you know, it drops a couple of them, but the, the blindfolded ones, um, the, uh, the tall Zeno takes a step back as this fight is going on uh, and uh, you know, punches are flying feet are flying uh, the there's some sort of uh, electrified uh, swords or daggers come out and, you know, are stabbing at uh, stabbing at Jagger. Um, but you did succeed but Jagger is going to suffer some harm. All right. Um, and so that is, you would be a, a level one harm. Um, and so you have, uh, let's see, harm, harm, harm. I would say, um, uh, I would call that harm, um, stuck servos so you've you've like overextended them or maybe there's you know they got hit right, with yeah. uh with some stuff with uh with one of the weapons and they're gonna need some some tuning up so i've got a, i've got a couple of joints that aren't really working the way they're, they're supposed to anymore okay right. Right. it's just stuck like this yeah yeah <laughs> and so so like if if you're gonna do an action that requires you to uh to use something that would be impacted by stuck servos, you end up since it's a, a level one harm, you would be less effect right. for that role. That um, doesn't impact this particular action. It's, it's correct. It's as a result of this actions. action. Okay. Yes, got it. Yeah. Got so it. you you end up taking you end up taking them all out, uh, all five of them out. Um, they're all kind of rolling around, either unconscious or some of them are rolling around in pain. Uh, you know, holding various body parts, um, you know, kind of, uh, kind of like at the, uh, at the end of the street battle in big trouble in little China. Um, you know, lots of, lots of people who are, who are injured. Uh, the, 
the tall Zeno, however, raises a hand as you step towards him. And let me actually... It's a good question here. And he begins to moonwalk. Um, <laughs> oh, it's hot now. No. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, you do recognize... Um, Let's see. Actually, Twitch recognizes what kind of Zeno it is. It is a Sahir. Um, and and you know Sahir don't talk. Not to you. Not not directly. They talk through what are called their echoes, which are humans who wear blindfolds. <laughs> so. Um, now is Twitch even there though? It it raises a hand and and. Puts his puts its hand up, as in like, <laughs> stop fighting, you know, um, and uh, pulls out um, with its other hand, pulls out some sort of uh, device, like a uh, and maybe an Ur device, maybe one of the Sahir's own devising, um, and holds it out as if. Uh, kind of like a tricorder like it's scanning something uh does 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 jagger stop um yeah jagger's gonna jagger's gonna assess the situation a little bit further and see what's gonna happen here okay again against his better instincts or worse instincts okay this is not the. This is not the. The if the, this is not what Jagger would expect a combatant to do, and so he's going to pause just long enough to let. Yeah, this this, play out this here definitely does not appear to be inclined to get into a fight with you. Um, it kind of moves that device back and forth, uh, pauses over Jun Rai and the and the artifact and kind of looks at the device and then slowly puts the device away, lowers its hand and just turns around and begins walking away. And this is when Jagger goes up and punches him Jagger in the back just, of the head. Jagger just turns, <laughs> Jagger just turns around and and just says, and that is how you do it. <laughs> what do you say we go get paid? I'm willing to pay you. Yeah. Well, yeah like, great. Like, like, let's let's, gotta let's get, get to Drake. You, let's get you to Drake. Let's get this done with. All right. A uh, couple minutes later, you're in Drake's offices. Um, there it's shelf after shelf of, uh, things that some things look like Ur artifacts, but definitely are not. Um, you think he might have some Ur artifacts here, but really this is all like, um, like pieces of, of pottery or a fresco fresco off of some building or something like that. So it looks kind of like a antiques purveyor but you know from dealing with him before that he's he's got connections to 
to get other things. Um, you know, he, he knew to reach out to you to deal with the strange. So, um, he invites you in, come in, come, come, let's get off. Get you all off the street. Um, I see you opened the box. No, well, we did not. The box, the box opened itself. Opened yeah, itself. I, I opened the box. You know, Jinrai points to himself. <laughs> um, if you could pay them for my account uh, with you, uh, give them a bonus. Uh, they did an excellent job. Um, Hell yeah, and did. I'll be, I'll be off. So if you need anything, uh, Mr. Drake can get us in contact if you like. Sounds good. And he no uh, he actually slips out through the front door again, um, and we'll we'll end that that little bit of adventure there, um, and let's talk about. Could we do yes. a bio break before downtime? That sounds like a great idea. Uh, I wanted to point out for everybody. Um, I have not. Uh, I should have mentioned this earlier, like at the beginning of the game, but I, you know, there's a lot to keep track of. Um, one of the things for character advancement is that is entirely in your control as players. Oh, I'm level 20. Um, so every time during the game session, every time you make a desperate action roll, you mark an XP for the attribute for the action that you rolled it. Um, and, uh, at the, uh, so like if you were in a desperate, like if, like, uh, if Jagger wasn't able to reduce it from a desperate to a risky with his ability, that would have been a desperate role and you would have had, uh, an XP, you would have been able to mark an XP on the prowess schedule, uh, right. section, um, so, um, I don't remember if the, anybody had a desperate action. I tried, but I couldn't get it up there. <laughs> yeah. Did, no. did we have one? No, I think we had risky and great, but we didn't have desperate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. So no one, so that's the only one that really happens <clears throat> during the session. So at the end of every session, uh, we're going to, you'll look at your sheet. Every sheet has different XP triggers. Um, so each playbook has different XP triggers. So for instance, the muscle, uh, every time you roll a desperate action, that's everybody. Uh, if you addressed a tough challenge with force or threats, that is an XP, um, on a, on, in your playbook or an attribute. That's your choice. All right. See, um, in mind, it says if you face a touch, a tough challenge with insight or compassion. Gotcha. Um, so they're all be subtly different, I guess. Yeah. If you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background, that's another point. Um, or you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas during the session, that's another point. Um, if you, if that item occurred multiple times, you get two XP. Um, so, like, uh, like for Jagger, you definitely addressed a challenge with force or threats a tough challenge for the threats right there at the end. So I would say that yeah, would definitely be uh, an XP there. Um, 
I would even How say much of a challenge was it though? <laughs> <laughs> that that is a good question. You know, it's like what is a tough challenge? I would say throwing a box at a starship would also count. Yeah. Coming up with yeah, the idea of an assist, though, right? Maybe it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, you were you addressed a challenge with force. Okay. I mean, you can, know. I, can I claim that I addressed the challenge with insight for coming up with throwing the box? <laughs> yeah, I would say. I mean, I, it's up to that. you, but I would I would say, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm going to take it. I mean, yeah. I'm not proud. Um, <laughs> There's no place nope. to record your XP. Um, so the I, so there's on the right hand side of our our spreadsheets there. There's this thing that says playbook. And it's got a bunch of boxes. And then Insight, Prowess, and Resolve also have a bunch of boxes. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, that's the XP chart. So you'll mark oh. one or two XP for each of those. And whenever that fills up, you'll okay. either advance your playbook or you'll advance one of the skills under, like, say, like for you, if you wanted to advance your Insight, if you filled right. up the Insight meter, you would get another dot in your Insight. So do you put oh. the dot in like if my thing was insight? If I put the do I put the dot in insight or do I put it in playbook? Um, so for this you pick if you want it to go into into insight prowess or resolve, you could put the dot okay. there, or you could put it into the playbook. If you when you fill up the playbook, uh, I believe you get another one of those special abilities from your playbook. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm not muted anymore, am I? Okay, no, you're fine. So I was reading the the playbook specific challenge. So the blah blah blah, right? Uh, your the your playbook specific XP trigger is where the that XP goes. So to address a challenge, blah blah, it doesn't matter. So I think I think if like if you used some like mine is every time you um, tough challenge with speed or flair. Right. Then I would mark that off in my playbook specifically. Um, I would my... disagree with you because the paragraph right above it says at the end of the session, review the triggers on your sheet for each one. Mark one XP playbook or attribute playbook or attribute if it happened at all. OK, because then it says like. But but each I think what they mean by playbook specific XP trigger oh, is each playbook has its own unique trigger. So but the XP can go, go anywhere. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And that's basically up to the player where they want their their character to get that extra XP. So if they so, want right. to specialize in one spot to right. bump them over. Right, gotcha. I agree. So in order to be the least effective I possibly can, I will spread out my XP across <laughs> multiple things to ensure that I never... Advance that you never get any up. of them. Yeah, that right. you never advance. Right. So, and I will justify that as follows: the <laughs> the, <laughs> the the fight with the um, the blindfolded guys. I'm going to put that in, in prowess because that was just sheer, you know, um, scrapping. So that it mm -hmm. makes sense that the the throwing of the crate out if we're if we're seriously considering an xp for that one that was a little bit more in service of the story as opposed to a feat of you know look at my awesome strength so i will put mm -hmm. that into playbook okay i mean that's up to you you can put them wherever you want oh no i have you to know. justify it you have to justify it. okay <laughs> all right 
That's his vice. <laughs> um, oh, and you may mark end of session XP on any attribute XP track or your playbook XP track. That's after the whole list mm-hmm. as well. Oh. So they clarify so it. You're, well. you're going to uh, give us some right. XP. Okay. Right. That was, well, that was all the XP. Like basically okay. if, if you uh, like your manufactured labor and stupor are your, your three pieces right. there, Chris. Um, so if you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background, um, you could get an XP for that. Okay. Like if I, you I, express I your heritage as far. a manufactured, yeah. you would get an XP. I don't think I would go that far um, with this particular session. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's an opportunity to. Uh, no, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, Doc, you, I would say that you could even say, like, I know you're. Um, oh, you didn't struggle with issues from your vice or traumas. Okay. Sorry. No, I, I haven't. Yeah, so I, I know you have the. Um, <laughs> Does immediately yeah. failing to it count as struggling? <laughs> because I was <laughs> so ready to just snag those drugs and take them. <laughs> um, I mean, if you want to take the point, yeah, the XP, I mean, it does make sense. Um, mark XP for this if your vice tempted you to do some bad action or if a trauma condition caused you trouble. Simply indulging your vice doesn't count as struggling with it. Okay, so, oh, okay. so no. Sorry, <laughs> asking for drugs from the doc and just getting it is not a struggle. You didn't struggle uh, with it. Yeah. Didn't didn't cause a complication in the story, sort of thing. No. Okay. All right. So that is PC advancement. So uh, I'm going to say that uh, between Jinrai and Drake, uh, they paid you eight cred. Woo. So that's eight cred. That's a major job enough to buy important, uh, which is enough to buy important ship parts or each of you can get one cred with two creds left over that could go into the ship. (coughs) If we're assuming that our scoundrel is still here. One, two, three, four, no five. Sorry. Uh, Three credits left over. If you give one to the scoundrel still. I like getting a share. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that'll bring the ship creds up to five. And then I don't know where to put creds on the character sheet. Anybody know? Upper right. Upper right. Oh, yeah, corner. Yeah. Upper right. I don't know why there are four boxes, but... I don't know either. Because I, I think there's a, a limit on how much you can actually have on you, and then oh, it has okay. to go into your stash. I could be wrong. That I'm sounds sure. right. Yeah. Um, So there's upkeep, though, uh, for the ship. Fuel and repair costs, minor patch jobs, etc. So your upkeep on the ship is, I believe, just a one. Yep. Your upkeep on the on the ship is one, uh, which means you would be pay you would pay one credit to keep the ship up uh, to keep. To keep the ship flying, yeah. uh, you can skip it, but that leads to bad things in the in the long run. Yeah. Right. We yeah, take a risk of something breaking. It. So you're gonna are you gonna keep the ship fueled and patched up? God, yes. Why would you not? Yeah, yeah. I, I would yeah. say you have the should. creds. 
Yeah. And so, that, so that's going to leave us with two creds for the ship, right? Four, four total, actually. Oh, uh, you had two. Oh, you had two from ship oh, creation. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh-huh. Still. And then, so now you got two more. Okay. Um, all right. So then, um, I would say, uh, you all now also have two heat in the Rin system because it was not smooth and quiet. It was contained, but standard exposure. Um, okay. So you got a little bit of heat going on, um, and I'll mark that here in the RIN system. It's uh, fine. It's fine. It's not when that- when you hit eight heat, your heat mm-hmm. resets, but you get a wanted level. Ah. So when they start sending helicopters, and that's when they start sending we'll helicopters and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna make that three heat. And that is because uh, the... As we littered, we threw a box out and we littered. <laughs> no, well, it's not, it's not that you threw the box out and that you littered. It was who you threw the box out in front of. So the Sahir are, uh, if I recall, a tier four uh, group, which is a very uh, high, well-connected group. Um, so you're that that target kind of upped your wanted level or upped your heat by one. Uh, making friends. Um, it, it did also their guys in front of an off duty cop. <laughs> so um, so now uh, you know. Yeah, that's a good question. All... Though I'm sorry, David. So go ahead. Go ahead. Do we do we get any additional heat for beating up a bunch of blindfolded guys? Um, I would say that's probably partly where it came from. Or is it a reputation thing? It's it's kind of a reputation thing okay. as well. Right. Um, you know, I was gonna say that your reputation with uh, the Sahir, right? The Sahir was gonna be neutral, but the fact that you beat up a bunch of this the this Sahir's echoes. I'm going to say it's at a minus one now. So they don't like you quite as that. I mean, before they didn't even know who you were, but now they know who you are and they don't, they don't quite like you as much. I regret so, nothing. <laughs> um, and I do have a sheet here for it. Here we go. Um, they are one of the weirdness ones. So, um, however, I will say that, uh, Jinrai, uh, he's actually fairly well placed in the, uh, where is it? Do, 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 do. The, the Concordia Knights. Um, and so you're going to get a, a plus one on their status for them. <laughs> Sounds um, fancy. It sounds fancy, but it's about uh, it's about as important as as having it in with the Knights of Columbus. Yeah. Um <laughs> it wasn't that like they're not friends, they're enemies of the acolytes of Brash Kadesh, actually, who you were also friends with. Um, but uh I would say right now that hasn't gotten back to the you've helped the Concordiat Knights. Um, back to them. So you're still on the same positive note with the acolytes of Brash Kadesh. 
So that's the ones you always you all called Bruce, just to, as a reminder. <laughs> hey, Bruce. So um, they actually uh, call themselves Ashkad. Are are all their names? Um, and you know, you know, four of the very uh, top level Ashka, uh, acolytes of Bash Kadesh. Um, there's Ashkad, 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 and Ashkad. So you you know yeah. all four of those. All right. So, <laughs> um, all right. So uh, you all didn't spring into existence just tonight. Um, you have a complex history of favors, commitments, debts, and promises that got you where you are today. Uh, and so here's the thing. Um, this leads to entanglements. So uh, after payoff and heater determined, uh, we're going to see what happens. You are wanted level zero. Does someone want to roll a D6 for me? You want me to? I can oh, go do for it. it. Come on, do it. It'll be more interesting. It will be if you roll as well as you normally do. One. Yep, that's what I was thinking was going to happen. Um, there it is. I knew my ship luck trouble. A ship system acts up. Damage a system. I will tell you which. Uh, you may repair the system as normal, though you have to deal with the consequences of the damage at the time it occurs. So uh, entanglement can happen in flight between planets or systems or on the way to or from a job. I'll get back to you all on that. Um, <laughs> just so you know. Um, and uh, so we'll, yeah, I'll get back to you on that with, uh, let me make a note here. I know you could get high on uh, uh, exhaust fumes from inside the ship yeah. if you pulled the right plug out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one of your ship systems will have a, I believe the way that this is worded is it will have a point of damage um, that will need to be repaired. Um, but it's not damaged right now. It's going to happen probably during your next job. You know, something something you missed during standard maintenance. Um, oh, who should be blamed ah, for that? That freaking missile. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now downtime activity. So everybody has two downtime activities. Um, you can you can pay for more if you want them. Uh, each one costs a, a cred, but you can acquire a temporary use of an asset. You can craft something. You can indulge your vice. That's how you get rid of. Uh, that is how you can get rid of the uh, stress that you have. Um, you can lay low, uh, which is you can help reduce your crew's heat and wanted level um, uh, by hiding in another system for a little while. Uh, you can start a long-term project or continue it. Uh, you can recover which uh, if you've got some harm, you can recover. Uh, you can repair something, um, which right now you don't have anything to repair yet. Uh, or you can train. Uh, when you spend time training, you can mark one XP on the track for an attribute or playbook advancement. Um, I will say as the ship start answer, if you train in Insight, you will get two XP for that. Yes, Chris. 
Where, uh, question about crafting. So yep. Jagger has noted that it sure would be nice if we didn't have to be up in the cockpit since our pilot seems to avoid it. Uh, <laughs> to be aware that there is another ship in proximity. It'd be great if we didn't have cargo bay to physically notice the ship there. <laughs> so it would be, can we... Would crafting be like, how about if we have panels that give us proximity alerts in the cargo bay and in the med bay and in other places of the ship? Or is that just something that would be like a project that we could have our mechanic working on? Or how would you like to go with that? Um, um, like no crafting is like crafting a device that you can mm -hmm. then carry around with you. All That's kind of what I thought. It was just, but um, it, Feels like but a, I would say, a minor improvement to the ship, but not like a like we just improved the hull quality, right? Yeah, and I, I it probably wouldn't be something along the lines of repair because like you spend credits to repair damage, and that's not yeah. what we're looking for. Um, I would say you could either spend a craft, um, yeah, I would say you can spend craft and, and have that as just have that as part of your okay um the from now on you would be able to are you saying you want to basically notifications and yeah. screens throughout the ship kind of like yeah. in the expanse where you can be in the in the like the med bay and bring up the external sensors and cameras. Right. I'm and not stuff saying like we can pilot the ship from the med bay, but we can kind of access like scanner systems and get alerts and stuff wherever we are. Sure. I, if you're willing to, I would say if you're willing to spend a, one of your downtime activities, I, to will, do that, I will absolutely you can do that. Uh, use a downtime activity for that. All right. You have a damage too, though, right? He's oh, got I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing some, some, some vicing. Well, you have you have harm and you have stress. Yeah. yeah. So a recover oh, gives you harm back, gets you your harm back. I uh, well, I guess I'm keeping the stress then. <laughs> How many stress do you have right now? I have three stress right now. Okay. You got, you many, got stress. How, burn. How many stress do you get rid of um, when indulging your vice? It's a die roll. It's a die roll. Oh, and okay. it is entirely possible to overindulge. Right. Um, uh, I need your help with OD doc. <laughs> no, I, I, my vice is actually working at the free clinic. Right. So, um, so overindulging might mean that you work at the free clinic extra hours and stuff like that more than you normally would. Um, mm -hmm. There, there's a consequence for overindulging, okay. which we can get into if it happens. All right. So I'm going to roll for that then. What is it? I roll d6, obviously. Yeah, so if you indulge your vice, uh, we're going to go here. So um, you, so you're going to work at the clinic um, and and help out those perhaps less fortunate people. Yes. Or okay, yes. um, so it's one die per lowest attribute rating. So your attribute rating is. Right. Uh, for right. for your stitch right. is those the one. the X's in the dots. So you're gonna have one yeah. die. One die. It's a six. So you clear six stress. 
Well, how many stress did you have? I clear two stress. Okay, so you overindulged. <laughs> like, so if you <laughs> if you if you try to clear stress and and clear more stress than you have, that is oh. when you overindulge. Maybe it doesn't make any sense to clear this stress. Okay, if you don't want it, if you don't want to, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'll skip it. I'll keep, I have two stress. I'll keep it. Okay, if you ignore your vice, mm-hmm. um, it so there is a penalty for ignoring your vice, but what? no one has any trauma right now, so you can oh, okay. safely ignore your vice. Okay, then I think with my downtime, I'm going to start a long-term project. Okay. Since I've got someone who will willingly attune to things for a small shot of drugs and let me put electrodes on them. Why am I um, seeing Egon Spengler right, and totally. Ralph Moranis' character? Or, right. yeah, um, Rick Moranis' character. He's going to study the physiological effects of the way and er artifacts. Okay. We'll, we'll, we will discuss the implications of that long-term project once I think about them some more, too. Oh, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. And then he's going to train. And then he's going to train. Okay. Uh, you can mark one XP for an attribute or a playbook advancement, but uh, also note that you out, you all have the start answer, which by default comes with training insight, which okay. means that as a crew upgrade, um, you can get an extra, uh, I believe that is an extra point into insight. Okay, so I'll get two skills. points into insight. Yes. When I fill up that bar, I can bump one of my insight. Correct. Okay. Correct. Cool. Then I am done with my downtime, sir. All right. Who's who wants to go next? And you've been quiet. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll note I have hidden uh, hiddenist. So when I indulge my vice, I may adjust my dice outcome by plus minus two. I don't okay. know if that's up to plus minus two. Um, an ally who joins me may do the same. So if you if and... if someone goes if someone goes with you to indulge their vice with you with you while you're indulging your vice, they can gain the benefit of the hedonist stuff. Uh, yeah, you so like, we, we go out and use it. So my 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 dice my uh what's call it my vice is pleasure. So I think I come back and like I'm just doing all the things like bar crawl, bungee jumping <laughs> between the bars. You know, it's just, it's going to be terrible and awesome. <laughs> Try an assortment of, um, you know, legal and press less than legal, uh, which we call it uh, drugs. <laughs> uh... It does all the stuff. You know, just like the if you're the doing drugs, I'm totally there with you. It's <laughs> <laughs> pleasure, you know. It's like mild type things, right? Like, oh, here's this, you know, pangalactic gargle blaster, right? Like, of course you're gonna have one of those after a nice heist. <laughs> yeah, I know a guy too. I've got my black market dealer. I'll get you the yeah. good stuff. <laughs> um. So then we would both roll. So each of us can. So we we're not, we don't have to spend cred for this, right? That's just if you wanted to do additional downtime stuff. Yes, you have two free downtime. You have two downtimes that you can take. Uh, right. If you want more than two, you have to pay cred. Okay, so I am going to roll my d6. I got a six, which I'm going to modify down to a four, 
because I can do that, which yeah. takes away all my stress. Okay. All right. Um, I am and did someone go with? You. Yeah, I totally you went, went with. with. Okay. So go <laughs> ahead and... Uh, so remember, you are rolling the the lowest so as a pilot as the pilot yeah you had your resolve is one one pip uh in in there so that's the die you rolled but if if you if your resolve went up to two your minimums Mm -hmm. are two at that two dice at that point gotcha um so now we have our mechanic. So wait, where's you have where's... a prowess of zero? <laughs> so <laughs> the way I believe that works is if you don't have the dice, you're going to roll two dice and take the lower of the two. Okay, and then I get to plus or minus this. How much? Up, uh, two. Up to two. Up to two. Okay. Uh, a five and a two, so I'll up that to four. Okay. <laughs> and drop down to one stress left. <laughs> okay. All right. Because so I had five. Yeah, so you've both taken a downtime activity. Uh, you both uh, indulge your vice. Uh, Ken, what's your second downtime activity? I'm going to train. Okay. And I'm going to put a pip into playbook. Okay. And Chris or Josh, who wants to... All right, Chris. Indulge. So I am not going to be indulging the vice. Uh, I have already spent one downtime on the craft to give us the right. status monitors, etc. Shipwide. The second thing I'm just going to do is recover, and because I only have automatically removes level one damage. You really only have to do like the doctor stuff if you have additional damage. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So when you're um let's see when you recover you seek treatment to heal your harm you might visit a doctor who can sit your wound roll crew quality minus one to see how available and effective the doctor you can hire is or if you have a doctor they can roll their doctor instead Well, it, I'm, it I'm won't take your. So. <laughs> so wait, our crew quality is zero, right? So you'd be rolling a negative one. <laughs> uh, let's see. I think your crew quality is one by default, but maybe it's. I thought we didn't put anything into it because I was yeah, scared. I'll, look that need that. I'll look that up, but yeah. but I mean, you have a doctor, so uh, Chris, if you could, um, crude crew member can roll their doctor actions yeah so if you can roll two dice i can do i can roll two dice <laughs> um a four and a three okay uh i'll look it up more but let's say you've just it's only a, a one level one harm so i i would say just clear it for now i'll look okay. it up uh if there's more to <laughs> it later um yeah because it says when you've received treatment from the recover action clear all level one harm right you have harm remaining advance your healing clock according to your recovery role so the role doesn't impact whether you clear all level one harm the role is determining you know healing more advanced types of harm 
Uh, right. The fact that you took the recover action at all clears the level one harm. Basically, yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. Like if you had taken a level two or a level three harm, we'd have to it, make a healing would, clock. You would, and, yeah. you would still have that harm, but then uh, I think he rolled a four or five. You would mark two wedges on the healing clock. Mm-hmm. It's a six wedge clock. Yep. And then once all yeah. those wedges are filled, you clear all the harm that you've ever su- that you've suffered. But if you if you have to go out on a mission and you suffer harm again, your healing clock resets right. and you suffer the harm, which is that's painful. <laughs> that doesn't sound pleasant. No. So, but net effect here is cleared my stuck servos. Yes. Good. You can then erase that. Yeah. yeah. So that's everybody cool. has two slots for a level one harm, two slots for a level two and one slot for a level three. Um, and then, if your two slots for a level one harm are, are taken, you suffer a level two. And if like if you were gonna have to suffer a third level one, it's not a level it one. Automatically it comes it's up to a level two, right? Yeah. yeah. And if you go from a level three harm to a level four, you suffer a trauma, I believe. Oh, that's yeah. right, trauma. Yeah. And okay. four traumas and your character retires. Yes, something like that. Yeah, traumas are permanent. Actually, I think if you suffer a level four harm, that might kill you. We'll have to look it up. It's not about it. It doesn't matter today because we're not anywhere near that. So, So, craft and recover for you. All right. And Josh, what's your second downtime action? Um, well, that kind of depends because I never got, I don't know if I got any XP or not. And if I didn't get any, then it's going to be to train. Um, well, you can still train as well. So, uh, so as you, as the mechanic in terms of that, did you address a tough challenge with technical skill or ingenuity? I would say you did with, uh, when you were working in, uh, me personally, I would say you did that when you were working in the engines and rerouted power so that you guys could yeah, yeah. escape. You know, that would be a point, I would say. Um, okay. We already talked um, about you did not struggle with your vice. You just indulged yeah. it during the I thing. just indulged it. <laughs> um, and I express belief, strife's heritage, or background. I, I don't think you... I don't know. That no, you, not really. I didn't think... Um, studying the ship wasn't technical or i don't know if that was ingenuity or not but that was basically me just studying the ship right i mean it wasn't really um, that was my assist but i don't know i think that was... i think that would probably fall into the tough challenge i don't know that that was a tough challenge okay ish fair enough yeah. um okay then i will take my second action but it's also up to you so again I, I mean, this is the first game. There was not a whole lot of quote unquote tough, tough stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I'm perfectly willing to let you guys, you know, I'm not going to stop you guys from taking XP if you think you d- no, did it's what it's asking. Um, I'm going to take my second action then to train. And in what? Um, we'll just go. If you go with insight, you'll get two XP because you have yeah. that crew. I really want to because that's where all of my big stuff is. Yeah, insight, I'm going to go train with insight. Okay. 
Woohoo! So three in insight. All right. So you've got uh, <laughs> problems with your ship ship systems that you that haven't yet reared their heads. Um, and I believe that is it for this evening. Um, you're not in debt. Uh, and it's 10 o'clock. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and end it here? And, um, that's, uh, and then we can talk about, um, what sort of jobs and such you guys might be offered, uh, next week in our discord over the next week or so. Okay. Cool. I also wanted to talk to you about possibly starting up a project next time too. So gotcha. Let me go ahead and stop the stream here. So again, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh, it uh, checks out layersecrets.com or on Twitter, layer secrets. Uh, and of course, if you're watching us here live, uh, then you already know that we're on Twitch uh, layer of secrets. So, and if you aren't watching us live, you're probably listening to us on the podcast. So, uh, thank you and have a good day, everybody. Bye.